Friday night, let's have some fun. Let's get together and play a ton. With Matt and John, and Mike and Bill, I almost forgot that other Matt too. Welcome to Friday Night Games. Today we're going to be talking about drinking games in general, uh, whether adding drinking to games or drinking games that are created as such. Today with me I have Kyle. And Kyle is? Enjoys beer quite a lot, hence my expertise on this panel. Damn right. I don't think anybody that we know would know more about drinking than this guy here. Yeah, and speaking of which, I'm so violently hungover right now that uh, even putting together sentences like this is uh, quite a feat for me. So if I end up gibbering, uh, that's that's kind of why. So nice. glad to be here, though. And leading this discussion today is myself, Will. To start it off, let's just dive right into the drinking game that you know. Buzzed. Yeah, I saw an ad for it. It was like the game made for me. I'm not someone that likes to spend a lot of time learning a whole bunch of you know, rules and things like that. It's just, I want to just dive in and play. And as soon as you open the box, it, it tells you, it, like, there's no instructions. It says, it's not hard, figure it out, that's it. Yeah, actually, it's funny because you posted that, I think, on our Facebook discussion. Yeah. And I instantly bought it. Yeah. So we yeah. have now two copies between us. Yeah, I, mean. I, I even bought the expansion pack. Along. I, I didn't even know. I just, I got the whole thing. And it was a lot of fun, so. <laughs> and yeah, I, I opened it up because I haven't been able to play it yet because I didn't do the night with you guys drinking. Yep. And I, the first thing I saw was exactly that. This isn't hard. Figure it out. <laughs> and I'm like, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Before we even go into the rules or the specifics of that one, does alcohol enhance tabletop games? Speaking from my experience, yes. I mean, it kind of loosens you up a bit. For the ultra competitive people, not so much. If you're really into it and you want to, you know, winning is your number one priority, then maybe not. But for me, Playing games is more of a social thing. I could really care less if if I win, if I lose. Uh, the whole point is just having a few beers or whatever with my friends, and losing can be fun, but winning can be a lot more fun too. So I, I would tend to agree that it does. Yeah, I'm super competitive, so I tend to care more about the winning sometimes. Yeah, but I mean, I, I we did a bunch of drinking games here the one night with Morosky, Mustache Matt, yeah. and uh, other Matt. And it was it was a great time. I don't normally drink, so for me, getting drunk enough to where I had to spend the night here yeah. brought it to a different level. And there were some great instances of that one I guess we can talk about when we get there as well. So those are specific drinking games that we'll go into. What about games like Monopoly, Clue, Chess? Do those need drinking involved? Or can they benefit from it, I guess? If you've played them enough to the point where you've kind of gone through the ringer with them, then yeah, it could definitely spice things up a little bit. My wife and I play a lot of classic board games and some card games and stuff over a few drinks every so often. And yeah, just like playing, uh, what's that game? Yahtzee. Yahtzee okay. can be a lot more fun when you're throwing dice and, and throwing back a couple of brewskis. So, I mean, I think it, it adds another layer and plus you can throw in just random drinking games on top of the yahtzee like if you get a yahtzee you have to finish your drink sort of thing so yeah. it can kind of just have some more fun with it right and it's funny because when i was a kid i loved monopoly yeah S still do but you get to the point where nobody wants to play it anymore because everybody's played the death out of it Ugh. and yeah. i was just looking before we started this topic of like adding drinking to games and there's so many rules for monopoly like pass go take a sip buy a property take a sip mm -hmm. if you go to jail down your drink if yep. you eliminate somebody down your drink i'm like oh my god i'd be trashed but this would be awesome it, it <laughs> yeah it would make things a little more complicated to follow the rules correctly in that case <laughs> yeah, but i'm sure you'd uh, be screwing up the rules a lot yeah especially when you're trying to mortgage properties and all that but <laughs> i i've done it you know especially when you're playing monopoly too like after the game can go on very very long 
So the drinking definitely helps you to, especially for Monopoly, to grease the wheels of making some deals and getting things moving, right? Oh, for sure. Yep. Yeah. You, tell you what, I'll make you a deal. I'll take a drink. <laughs> we do it like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or we'll uh, cheers to this drink and... Yeah, buy me a six-pack, you can win. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Any other games that you think really need some, like, let's not just say drinking in general, but need some drinking rules to make it more fun? <sighs> trying to think. I, I'm usually not the best one to ask on this because, like, I'm not a huge gamer like most of you guys. Um, but you can throw drinking in there pretty much anything any aspect of life, <laughs> closet alcoholism. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> it really depends. I can't think of anything on top of my head though. So the only other one I'm going to add to this is chess. Oh. We've all seen those chess games where it's a shot glass and you do your shots, whatever. Yeah. So I recently backed one called Glass Knights and it's a chess game, but the pieces actually still look like chess pieces. Okay. And the cool thing about it is as a non-drinking game, you can actually, like, if you're playing with kids, you can fill it with candy instead of that. Yeah, yeah. But is there booze in those? Those are, yeah. There's little shot glasses. So, yeah, they've got nice. a, a rubberized thing that you put on the bottom, so they actually still stand like a regular chess piece. Okay. But you tip it over, pull off the rubber piece, and down the drink inside. Sweet. So with a drinking game, when you lose a piece, you do a drink. With a, say, a kid's game, if they take your piece, they get the candy out of it kind of thing. Funny story. I have a super high-end Simpsons chess set that I got for Christmas when I was a kid, but I have no idea how to play chess. So we end up, we, we are drinking, ironically enough, we play checkers with it. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> like I said, I mean, you can just throw drinking into pretty much any kind of game if you really want to. Oh, yeah. And there are some really nice chess sets out there. It is. a The Simpsons one I have is like a collectible one, and I play checkers with it like an asshole, and I, there's probably, there's like <laughs> sticky leftover drink residue on it, but hey, that's uh, it's my game, and that's how I choose to play it. Yeah, I was looking at, uh, like, Franklin Mint puts out a few. One of the ones I bought was the tri-dimensional Star Trek chess set. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 24 karat gold-coated pieces, sterling silver pieces like gorgeous and i found it online it was i think i got it for 200 bucks or something and it was supposed to be like 450 when it first came out monopoly has one out by them with same thing all the hotels are gold all the houses are yeah, silver and then all the pieces are gold nice and it's been they're just really cool looking pieces and i i would like to see that that'd be interesting yeah. i'm curious how they did the simpsons one i'll have to show you it's really cute but yeah i feel like such a hobo when i'm <laughs> I mean, i'm playing checkers drinking with this expensive chess set, but hey, don't hate the player, hate the game. You know what? I know how to play chess, but I freaking suck at it. Yeah. So that that's a game. It is what it is. That is a game I don't think you can play very well when you're buzzed. No, God, no. No, there's way too much that goes into it. Or if you're just like me and you just want to be around friends or around people because you're lonely, it's, it's a good way to pass the time. So. There you go. <laughs> All right, so let's get into Buzzed, your sure. experience with exactly that version. You So you guys actually had a drinking, a beer trip. We hit a bunch of bars, everything. Is that the day you played that, or how did that go? Yeah, actually, we pre-gamed uh, with Buzzed, uh, which was a kind of a different take. Normally, this, this is the type of game you kind of finish the night off with because basically at the end of it, everyone's if you're playing it properly and there's not really a hard way to play it, everyone's pretty much smashed by the end of it. Well, we started the night off with it, which is a lot of fun too. Basically, there was like six or seven of us all sitting around. Basically, the way the game's played, you, you flip the card and whatever's on the card, if you meet the criteria or whatever, you just drink, right? Uh, <laughs> after a couple, though, what, what starts to happen is that anytime anyone flips a card, you just drink. And that's fun too. <laughs> I also played it with another group of friends at a party not too long ago. 
And it's honestly, it's a good way, especially we had a few people there that they weren't really close friends with other friends. Like people kind of knew each other, but not that well. And it's a good way to kind of break the ice and learn some different things about people. Like you'd be surprised who's had three ways before. You'd be surprised who's <laughs> done this, that, and the other, who's used this for dildos and things and such. So <laughs> you learn a lot about people, especially after they've had a few cocktails and, you know, it just helps kind of bring everyone together. So. All right. So I got a couple points here from you and Matt talking about certain things that came up. What the hell is this about a pitcher? One of the, the one of the cards, I don't remember it exactly, but you have to hold on to a, someone's personal item until you've like finished your drink or something. So what we made uh, Matt's friend do was uh, there was a really cute graduation photo of Matt in the basement here. Or he looks so cute with his eyes and he's all young and stuff. And we made we made our friend look at Matt's dreamy eyes and make eye contact and not blink the entire time he was chugging his full tall boy of beer. So, <laughs> and, but then, but then, you know, I, I, again, as you're playing after, you know, four or five, six beers, things get, you know, things can get weird and they usually do. So we just kept a picture of Matt on the table and then he got passed around and it was, it was funny. Yeah. It wouldn't be the first time Matt got passed. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. Um, it's one of those things, right? It's just hard to explain the story. You kind of had to be there. And that's the fun thing about buzz is, um, you'll end up with a story like that at the end of the night. Yeah. So there's something here about certain cards that you guys really didn't like. They sucked. I wouldn't say they sucked. They just weren't really, I don't want to say appropriate, but applicable. Yeah. Uh, that's a better word just because we're in our mid to late thirties now. And there's some content in the cards that only younger people in their, you know, late teens or early twenties would like apps and stuff that we just don't know about, which is fine. But that ended up, you know, every three or four cards, we had to kind of discard one because we didn't know what the, the content was, right? It just didn't really make any sense because none of us have Tinder or anything, right? We're, we're all married and such. So, yeah. well, some of us. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I got yeah. you. No, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We played a game not too long ago. Um, it was actually one that was sent to us and it just really didn't fit us. It wasn't that it was a bad game, but a lot of the things that came up were like about prank calling people and like you could tell it was just, it was made for another generation. Yeah. Um, and it seems like that might be the same idea. Yeah. Something about a played card, ask it like, I don't know, Matt said something here about a card that was played that was just super fun. They're all super fun for the most part. I, I, I don't remember which one he was talking about. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I actually I won the game because apparently I got buzzed to the point where I don't remember anything. So um, <laughs> everybody wins. No, I, I don't know which one I won. Now another thing they said is, and I think you already kind of mentioned, like you're drinking a lot and often. Like, yeah. You're not just sitting there waiting for like a chance to drink. Like you're, it's keeping you going. Yeah. Well, what ends up happening, especially with a bigger group, I mean, uh, there's always some discussion after after the cards drawn about why someone took the drink or why someone did what was on the card, right? Inevitably, you know, if it's like one or two in the morning, everyone's just kind of taking a drink after the card's drawn, right? But, I mean, really, I think the point of the game is just to, A, get you buzzed, and B, just build some camaraderie with your friends and stuff. So mission accomplished, that's what they're going for. The one we played, Drinking Quest, here at Matt's, uh, it was one night, there was only about three of us. I think it was me, Matt, and mustache Matt. We were playing this one and we ended up busting out about five or six different bottles of gin that he had here. Uh, said he could try to go through them. I, I didn't go for the gin. I took a couple sips here or there. I'm a Ryan Coke kind of guy. Yeah, that's cool. But Matt and Matt were drinking gin nonstop. And 
mustache Matt got completely trashed. Oh, he's little. Well, it doesn't help that my character, one of my ability was I could make anybody else drink. So to kind of explain the game, it's um, it's like a it's a dungeon running game. So it's basically D and D or Mice and Mystics or whatever any of these games where you're running through a dungeon, but it's simplified. Here's your character. Here's your abilities. Here's your health. Everything's done. You're off and running. But when you died, you had to take a drink, that like down your drink, and you died almost every level, and there were about five or six levels. So I mean, it's not like you're gonna drink a ton. But you drink enough. But with my ability, I was able to say, down your drink and make him down it. So he was doing two <laughs> oh. per level oh, geez. just to have fun. I was just thinking here, the other fun part about Buzzed was that we mentioned that we were playing it before we went out in this big beer tour thing. At the end of the night, um, actually the next day when a bunch of us kind of slept over because, you know, drinking, being responsible, ha, ha, ha. We realized that was the most fun part of the night. It wasn't like going out and going to a bar and other things that we did downtown that night. Actually, playing the game was, was probably the most fun we had. Most fun we had together in a while, too. So, bravo. Whoever created Buzz is a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I have to admit, I think the drinking game is do that with people. Because if you're playing a, a game with rules about drinking, you're drinking any way like you wanted to do. You're having that fun. You're interacting. You're not just at a bar where, yeah, you're going to shoot the shit and have fun. But yeah. It's a it's a different level of fun because now there's a game involved where normally most games, like you said, they're not meant to be played while drinking because it really shifts your focus if you're trying to win. Yeah. So these are designed to do that. Even this one, every level got progressively harder to where if you weren't drinking in the early ones because you were doing good, you're drinking for sure in the later ones. And we played it wrong. We ended up playing the easiest one last, which was supposed to help build us up. So that made it a little worse. You know, what I we actually have a shot roulette wheel at home. Um, and in, inside each shot roulette glass, essentially what we did, instead of just putting liquor in there, which we've done before, we put little challenges in there. If you don't complete the challenge, you got to drink sort of thing. So like we're, my, my wife and I are playing it at a cottage uh, a couple of years ago. It's you know, pitch black at night. No one's around, right? Basically, <laughs> you get drinking, you get stupid, right? So what we did was, um, if you don't, if you don't run naked all the way to the, the end of the dock, hop in the water and come back in you gotta take like two shots of uh of tequila or something uh it went both ways <laughs> one of us uh one of us took the two double shot whatever one of us the the one's actually speaking on the mic right now ran all the way naked to the dock in the pitch black and got in the water which was not not warm so i gotta be honest i was gonna guess that's the way that went. yeah 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 so um yeah they can be fun actually this brings me to another game which we don't even have on the list here so i bought another one you're gonna love this one it's called Drinking with Frenemies. Oh, okay. So you end up basically, you, you're laying down cards. And some of them are like rules that are going to stick around until somebody else lays something over them. So for instance, it could be stupid things like little challenges where like every time I say balls of the wall, you got to run and put your balls on the wall. Oh. And if you don't, you got to drink. Shit. And then Let's do it right now. <laughs> like, Bust out them balls. It was, it was hilarious though. Like we were, we were at Gen Con when I saw this and I'm looking at these and there must've been like four or five different expansion packs for it. So I got the not safe for work. I got a couple of other ones, but I didn't end up buying them all. I had already spent quite a bit there, but it kind of combines the buzzed with that roulette wheel. And it was just, it looked yeah. hilarious. We haven't got to it yet. We were going to try it that night, but by the time we were finished the other game, we were trashed. Nice. Good, good ones. <laughs>
From all of us at Friday Night Games, I would like to thank you for listening to our podcast. If you like what you hear, please like us on our socials. Check us out on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. And if you have any questions or comments that you would like us to address on the show personally, send us a message and we will address it as soon as we can.